Welcome to our Blue Ocean Church Advent Podcast. This is Emily, and I'll be your guide today. So per the usual, we'll start by getting situated so that we're comfortable. Take a few deep breaths to slow your mind and your body as I read this variation of a prayer of St. Patrick for us to shift our focus. I breathe in joy as I stand today, calling on the source, the wellspring, and the living water, believing in the threeness, witnessing the oneness, on my way to meet you face to face. And we'll spend one minute using this as a breath prayer. On the in-breath, I breathe in joy. On the out-breath, as I stand today, I breathe in joy as I stand today. Go ahead. Next, we'll move on to our petitionary prayer, and today we'll pray that the kids and young people in our communities will find joy in their friendships and purpose in their lives. Let's take about 25 to 30 seconds to pray for the young people. Go ahead. And now we'll have our story from our Advent book, All Creation Waits, written by Gail Boss and illustrated by David Klein. And today's story is about the striped skunk. Because her eyesight is poor, and because I was downwind and standing as still as I could bear in the mosquito-thick morning at the edge of the woods, I was insubstantial as a spirit to her. What was substantial, and consequential, was the quick cricket in the leaf meal. She thrust her pink-tipped nose into the leaf litter, tossed it aside, and pounced. The sun was already up that late October morning, and she hadn't retreated to a hollow log or stump to sleep away the day. She knows, I thought. She knows the snow and cold are coming. She's hunting overtime, urgent to get fat. Or maybe she was out late that morning because she'd ceded some of her night feeding time to the other urgency of October, nest readying. All the rest of the year, she beds in the hubbub above ground, but in the cold, spare season, her survival sense forces her to go deeper. During that autumn night, she might have been scraping together leaves and grass, pushing them ahead of her down a woodchuck hole, then deftly making her bed. No matter if the chuck was there, gentle as she is, she happily shares the den with him, and anyway, awake or asleep, he stays in his chamber at the den's far end, 
leaving the rest to her and her sisters. A quiet soul, she prefers to make her way through the world alone or with her kits. But when winter begins nipping at her shoulder, she compromises. She may have scraped, pushed, and shaped a full bushel of leaves and grass into a nest precisely to her liking. But come late November, she might leave that perfect bed empty and join three or five or nine other females in the nest one of them has made. What matters is not whose nest, but togetherness. By now, Advent's center, the skunks that find themselves denned together are curled into a single ball of black fur, white stripes undulating through it. Most nights they rouse for a few minutes. A couple may go to the entrance hole and, if it's not sealed up with snow, poke pink noses out into the sharp air. But soon they're all reballed, drifting up and down the ladder of sleep. Fat skunks can stay on the upper rungs of that ladder. Thinner sisters must slide deeper down the ladder and stay there asleep longer, burning less fat, but stressing their systems. Thicker or thinner, each shares her heat with the others, so all in the ball save fat they would have had to burn if alone. Fat is the only food each one has underground. Tucked into the huddle, what she has goes further. And not only to sustain her single life, the several new lives she wants to make when winter ends can only take hold and grow in her if she has enough of herself left. So solitary the rest of the year, here she folds herself into others. Ninety days, a hundred, winter howls on. As the body of each one shrinks, they wrap the ball of their slighter selves tighter and lean into the warmth that together they are. In the story, the author talks about how skunks take care of those who have gained less fat and padding to survive the winter by letting those thinner skunks lay down lower into the ground. Let's take a minute or so to meditate on how we also are asked to take care of those among us who have fewer resources to last the hard times. Go ahead. And now our benediction. Go in peace, wash your hands, love your neighbor, you are not alone.